اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم آئی سیک ریفیوز وز اللہ فرام دا شیطان دا اسٹون بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ود دا نیم آف اللہ موسٹ گریشیس موسٹ مرسفل السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ پیس اینڈ بلیسنگس آف اللہ ٹو آل آف یو لیڈیز اینڈ جینٹمین ویلکم ٹو ڈیز ٹاپک از واٹ القرآن سیز اباؤٹ الحکمہ دا وزڈم دس ٹاپک اسپیشلی آئی ہیو چوزن بیکاز موسٹلی پیپل ڈو ناٹ انڈرسٹینڈ دا ورڈ حکمہ ایز اٹ از یوز ان اردو لینگویج اینڈ اٹ از یوز ایز ڈپلوماسی ڈپلوماٹک اے پرسن شوڈ بی ڈپلوماٹک وائل یوزنگ دا ورڈ حکمہ دا ورڈ حکمہ ایف یو لک ایٹ دا ڈکشنری ان دا انگلش ڈکشنری آف دا ٹرانسلیشن از دا وزڈم وزڈم واٹ ڈز اٹ مین دیٹ پیپل شوڈ انڈرسٹینڈ واٹ از دا ٹروتھ واٹ از کریکٹ اینڈ جسٹ اینڈ ہو از اے وائس پرسن از اے پرسن ہو انڈرسٹینڈ واٹ از رائٹ واٹ از جسٹ اینڈ پریکٹس از اے وائس پرسن In comparison to the word intelligent, intelligent is a person who understands the right, who has got the capability to understand what is just, but he may not practice. That is the difference between an intelligent person. He's got a memory, he can comprehend, he can grasp, but he doesn't not necessarily practice. The person who is wise, who understands what is right, what is just, He implements, he believes in that, and he practices that. That is the person who is a wise person, and the system is wisdom. You must understand, this is the meaning, and you will li- listen to the ayahs of the Quran, that there are uh, verses related to what is wisdom, what is hikmah, the word in Arabic. Why have said that? Uh, You must know the dis- difference between the word intelligent person who can comprehend, understand what is right and what is just, but he may not be practicing and have belief in that. But he may use an argument to, to certain people that this is right, but he himself may not practice. That's the difference. Then <clears throat> in the Quran, there are certain ayahs which deals with the orders or the mahkamat ayats, the hukum of Allah, the governance of ayat or the government of Allah. And these ayats concern certain rules and regulations, the do's and the don'ts, certain do's that you have to do certain things and there are certain things which you do not have to do, you are forbidden to do that. So these do's and the don'ts are many in the, in the Quranic ayahs, I will not discuss today, but in the ayahs, there are, there are certain do's and don'ts you'll come to know, inshallah. So that is hikmah, also referred as. But there are other, in the other part of the Quran, are events, or the hadith, narrations, or even describe about Ibrahim al-Islam, about Musa al-Islam, about Nuh al-Islam, etc., other prophets, and about the creation of the universe and the galaxies, or the earth, everything, that is events described in the Qur'an. 
So there are two aspects of the Quranic ayahs which contains the do's and the don'ts which are related to our topic and there are other ayahs that describe the events. So mostly we will be focusing on the do's and the don'ts which describe what we have to do and what we are forbidden of. These are the ahkamat or the muhkamat meaning governing ayahs. By those governing ayahs we have to govern ourselves. We have to govern our psyche by those governing ayahs. Then that is known as hikmah. Now, I will be reading certain ayahs which will contain the word hikmah itself, the wisdom that will contain it in the ayahs. The word hikmah, the wisdom. <clears throat> so if you open to the page, the first ayah is Surah Al Imran 3, uh, Imran 3 and Ayah 81. <clears throat> وَإِذَا خَذَ اللَّهُ مِيثَاقَ النَّبِيِّينَ لَمَا آتَيْتُكُمْ مِنْ كِتَابٍ وَحِكْمَةٍ ثُمَّ جَاكُمْ رَسُولٌ مُصَدِّقٌ لِمَا مَعْكُمْ لَتُؤْمِنُنَّ بِهِ وَلَتَنْصُرُنَّهِ قَالَ أَقْرَرْتُمْ وَأَخَذْتُمْ عَلَى ذَلِكُمْ إِصْرِي قَالُوا أَقْرَرْنَا قَالَ فَشَدُوا وَأَنَا مَعْكُمْ مِنَ الشَّاهِدِينَ and when Allah took a covenant from the prophets that I have given you from a book and hikmah, the wisdom, then comes to you a messenger confirming that is with you. Definitely you will believe with him and definitely you will help him. He said, that is Allah, do you agree? On that, do you take my Lord, my Lord, on you. They said, we agree. He said, so you bear witness, I am from those who bear witness with you. <clears throat> in this ayah, in the first portion of an ayah, you will note the word Nabiyin has occurred. Nabiyin is a plural of Nabi, that is prophets. And we know from Nuh to Isa all these are the prophets. And Muhammad is the seal of the prophets. He's the Rasulullah, messenger of Allah, and a seal of the prophets. So in this ayah you will note that the mithat or the covenant is taken by the prophets. So and you further see, Lama min kitabim wa that there comes, uh, sorry, that I have given you a book and hikmah. That Allah has given to the prophets the book and the hikmah, the wisdom. From the, I will uh, read in detail, but you must understand that the prophets, all the prophets, as Muhammad sallallahu as the seed of the prophets, were, were given the book and hikmah, the wisdom. So we understand what is the book. This book, I, this book we have got. But what is the hikmah that was given to all the prophets that we are going to discuss? This is the book. The book is this. The book was given to the prophets and what is the wisdom that was given to all the prophets? 
that is the topic. So first of all, I just want to remind you because most of the people know few names of the prophet. When I say prophets, so you must understand what are those prophets as mentioned in the Quran. I will just read them. You can check up in the Quran. There are names in the Quran, maybe above 25 or 26 names. And among those names, there are certain names which are referred as prophets. And there are certain referred as messengers. And there are certain names that are not mentioned as prophets and messengers, like for example, Adam Adam is not referred as a prophet, neither a messenger is Adam, representing mankind. So I will just give you the names that uh, just you can hear them out because you must understand when Allah says that we, uh, Allah gave the prophets, the book and the wisdom, what are the names? For example, Ibrahim salam, peace be upon him, is one of the names. He was given the book and the wisdom. Then there is Ishaq. He was given the book, peace be upon him, and the wisdom. Yaqub salam, he was given the book and the wisdom. Nuh was given the book and the wisdom. Dawood was given the book and the wisdom. Suleiman salam, peace be upon him, was given the book and the wisdom. Ayyub the book and the wisdom. Yusuf the book and the wisdom. Yusuf Musa the book and the wisdom. Harun his brother, the book and the wisdom. Zakaria peace be upon him, the book and the wisdom. Yahya the book and the wisdom. Isa salam, Ilyas salam, Ismail salam, Yasa salam, Yunus salam, Lut salam, Idris salam. These are the names mentioned in the Quran as prophets, and Muhammad sallallahu is referred as messenger or Rasulullah as the seal of the prophets. So these all were given the book and the wisdom, the hikmah. Because if you read the ayah. It says prophets in plural, but you don't know what word prophet just you just pass by. You must know the names are mentioned and they are described in the Quran. These prophets that I named, they are mentioned in the Quran. There are events recorded with uh, with them, so they got the book and the wisdom, <clears throat> all of them that I named. Then comes Thumma Jaakum Rasulum Musaddiqul Lima Maakum. Then to these prophets comes, comes a messenger confirming that is with you. So these prophets had the book and the wisdom with them. The messenger came to them confirming what is with them. So this messenger is referred as Muhammad Rasulullah. Muhammad Wasallam is the messenger of Allah. Here the word is Rasulullah. Rasul. In the Arabic, Thumma Jaakum Rasulum Musaddiqul Lima Maakum. Then comes to them a messenger that confirms what is with them. You will believe in him and you will help him. You will believe in him and help him. This messenger when comes and confirms what is with the prophets, that the prophet had the book and the wisdom, Muhammad Rasulullah the messenger came to them and confirmed what is with them. So Allah says you believe in him and help him. He said, Allah said, do you agree? And on that do you take my Lord on you, 
They said we agree. He said so you bear witness and I am from those who bear witness with you. So Allah asked those prophets when Messenger Muhammad Rasulullah came to them that you take my Lord with them, you agree to this, that you will help him and you will help him and you will believe in him. You believe in him and you will help him. And you will take the Lord. What is the Lord of the Quranic ayahs? The messengers or the prophets take the Lord of the message to deliver the message to mankind. And that is the Lord of Allah given on the prophets so that they deliver the message and practice it. So he asked them, do you agree? And do you take my Lord on you? So they said, yes, we agree. So Allah said, you bear witness. And I am also bearing witness that you make sure that the message is delivered to the mankind. This was the taken a covenant from the prophets who were given the book and the wisdom. So I just wanted to, to uh, tell you from the beginning you come to know that all the prophets got the book and the wisdom. What is the wisdom we will come to know inshallah. But I just want to tell you in this ayah that the prophets with the prophets the book and the wisdom is separately mentioned. <clears throat> now I will read in the further pages there are two three ayahs which by name just I am just going to read these ayahs just to say signify or make a point that these names are mentioned, the Prophet's names are mentioned and the hikmah, the word is used. For example, these are just examples, Surah Al-Baqarah 2, 2, 2 Surah and 251. So they defeated them with the permission of Allah and Dawood killed Jalut. David killed Jalut. And Allah gave him the kingdom and Al Hikmah, the wisdom, to Dawood. So previously, all the, the only the prophets was mentioned. Here specifically, Allah says to Dawood that he was given the Hikmah, the wisdom. Then in the following ayat, in, uh, not the following, but another surah and ayat, Al Zukruf, I am reading this below, Zukruf 43, ayat 63. And when Isa Jesus came with clarifications, he said, Without doubt, I have come to you with hikmah, the wisdom. And normally we, Muslims and non-Muslims, and the propagation about, uh, by the Jews and the Christians and the non all over the world, that we know that Isa Islam brought the Injil, the Gospel, Evangel. That is also mentioned in the Quran. We are not denying that. But he was also given the hikmah, the wisdom, which most of the people do not know. That Isa Islam, Walamma Jaa Isa Isa Bil Bayinat, Kola Kajitum Bil Hikma. And when Isa Jesus came with clarifications, he said, Without doubt, I have come to you with Al Hikma, the wisdom. So, what is the wisdom? I'm going to explain, of course. But you must understand that all the prophets got the book and the Hikma, and here the by name Allah mentioned to Isa Salam. That when he came to the people, he said, I have come to you with Al-Hikmah, the wisdom. 
Of course, Injil is also there. The Torah is also there. The book is also there. Torah means the law. Injil means the good news, the gospel. But also hikmah. We Muslims should get educated ourselves and educate the non-Muslim that Isa Islam also knew the hikmah, the wisdom, which I'm going to discuss, inshallah. Now, there is a specific relevance given to Luqman al-Islam. We, who is not mentioned as a messenger, neither a prophet. Luqman alayhi So, I, 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 and with him the hikmah is used and also explained. The hikmah is used by the, this word is used, the hikmah, the wisdom with Luqman alayhi And I also explained, so I'm, that's why I'm going to read those ayats first. Now, if you, Surah Luqman is a surah, 31 surah and ayah 12. It says, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا لُقْمَانَ الْحِكْمَةِ أَنِشْكُرْ لِلَّهِ وَمَنْ يَشْكُرْ فَإِنَّمَا يَشْكُرُ لِنَفْسِهِ وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ حَمِيدٌ And without doubt, we gave Al-Hikmah the wisdom to Luqman al-Islam so that, that he give thanks for Allah and whosoever give thanks so surely he gives thanks for his own self. And whosoever rejects, so surely Allah is self-sufficient, praiseworthy. In this ayah, you will note that Allah said that Luqman was given, given the al-hikmah, the wisdom. And so that he should thank. Because the wisdom, if you, if you I told you in the beginning, what is wisdom? In, 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 in meanings, but in the ayahs also. So Allah said that he should give thanks and we should also give thanks if we have given the hikmah, making sure that whoever said give thanks to Allah, he only gives to his own self. If I am thankful to God, I'm all, basically I am correcting myself. And at the same time, who rejects Allah is sufficient and praiseworthy. So in this ayah, the main point is that Allah said that al-hikmah was given to Luqman al-Islam. Hikmat is given to all the prophets, remember this. But it is explained uh, with the Luqman al-Salam. <clears throat> so now I will read few ayahs that will explain the hikmah, the wisdom. What was, was given to him, it was hikmah, the wisdom. And now we will read the ayahs and we will understand the wisdom, what is the wisdom. And it says here in Surah Luqman 31, 13 and 17 ayah. وَيْفْقَى لُقْمَانُ لِبْنِهِ وَهُوَ يَعِزُهُ يَا بُنَيَّا لَا تُرْشِكْ بِاللَّهِ إِنَّ الشِّرْكَ لَظُلْمٌ عَظِيمٌ And when Luqman said for his son and he sermons him, O oh my son, you do not associate with Allah, surely the association with him is definitely a great oppression. Now the hikmah begins. What is, it, what is the first point in this ayah is that you do not associate anyone with Allah. What is just and what is right? A person who's got this power of understanding this, not intelligently, but by wisdom, by wise. A person who's wise, he will understand that is true and just and correct that we should not associate anyone with Allah. Why? If you just reason out, 
how can we equate a creator who has created the universe and the galaxies and everyone can we equate a man who is a created being you can understand this and a person intelligent can understand but the one who's got the wisdom who's a wise person will understand and believe and practice he's a wise person if you just understand this an intelligent can comprehend this and use an argument but if he doesn't believe and practice himself he's associating somebody with his allah he's not a wise person that is the wisdom you must understand what is wisdom and what who is a wise person the wise person believes and practice so this understanding that you should not associate with allah if you understand reason out and logically you will come to a conclusion that this is the truth and just that we mankind should not associate anyone with allah we understand that but the question is do we in life believe in practice that is the question if we do and believe in practice then you are a wise person and you've got the wisdom with you you got that criteria to judge the right that is the wisdom with you the second is if you will associate allah said that is uh, definitely a great oppression you will oppress your soul if you will associate anyone with allah following ayat says ya bunayya qim as-salah wa'mur bil ma'ruf wanha 'anil munkar wasbir ala ma asabak inna dhalika min azm al-umur o my son establish the salah the prayer and order with what is acknowledged and forbid about the disguised and be patient over what has reached you so surely that is the that is from the orders of firmness now the first point here in the, this is now you are reading hikma the wisdom you must understand this is the luqman al-islam was given the wisdom he is telling this wisdom uh, things to his son and the second is you establish the salah the prayer now establishing the salah and the prayer most of the people know what is salah and prayer but how and what is the purpose of the salah and how to pray the salah or to establish the salah the communication with god almighty and mankind is a format given how and how to communicate with allah that is the purpose of the salah the prayer how to communicate with allah is to the verses we recite the quranic ayats we recite the quranic ayats in the salah the prayer so when we recite the ayats in the in the salah the prayer it is a communication with allah and man so luqman salam is telling his son you establish the salah the prayer there's another lecture of mine all lecture what quran says about the salah the prayer it explains in detail how and what are the purpose of the salah what are the timings of the salah the prayer and what and how do you communicate so i'm just just making a point that this is a wisdom a person who is a wise person not intelligent a wise person will establish the salah the prayer not intelligent person he may understand it it takes us with makes sense is right is good but he may not practice that's wise person or intelligent but the wise person will make sure that he establishes the salah the prayer second is wa'mur bil ma'ruf 
order what is acknowledged. You see, the Quran is ma'roof. Whenever we say about the Quran, it is acknowledged. If you quote the ayahs to any man of the world, whether he believes, whether he does not believe, he is a Muslim or a non-Muslim, believe me, in my lifetime, I have spoken to almost, except who are in Pakistan and some people come from abroad, I have met these people, and if I quote the ayah, the translation, the essence of the ayah, they all agree. They do not say this is wrong. They say it makes sense. Intelligent, they have grasped. Intelligent, they grasp the truth. But they may not practice. So the Quran is an acknowledged ma'roof. It is acknowledged, known, the truth. Because Quran, whole book is truth, 100% coming from Allah. So if you present an ayah to any human being and ask him to analyze, he will say, this is the truth. Believe me. You don't have to convince people to believe in the Quran. Believe me. It is the other way around. They look at the ayahs, they understand the ayahs, they may not practice it because they are not wise. They don't have the hikmah, the wisdom with them. They understand intelligently, they make sense to them. Because all the Bible, the Jewish Bible, the Bhagavad Gita, and Avesta, and all the books of the world have got not mistakes, blunders. They can find faults in every book of the world. Except the Quran, because it's a book of the Creator. And the moment you listen to the verse, they say it makes sense, they are quiet. They can't argue on the ayat, the verses of the Quran. Because of the fact that this is the truth coming from Allah. And it is just truth, 100%. But the question is intelligent, the wisdom, the wise. The wise person will understand and believe and practice and he will change the courses of his life. But the one intelligent person may understand it, may quote to others, but not practice it, not believe in it. That's the difference. So now about the salah and the prayer and and. What is acknowledged? The Quran is an acknowledged thing. And what they do is one ha anil munkar and forbid about the disguise. Meaning, which is disguised, they do not talk about it. Munkar means disguised. Look, there are, you know, in the form of people, people have, you know, if, like for example, I'm wearing a suit, right? And People do not expect a religious person to be like that. So people who have got this image of a religion, in all the religions of the world, there is not the Christians and the Jews and the all the scholars of any religious cultural, they will make one pattern of dress. You will see in the world, like Christian scholars, the Jewish scholars, the Hindu scholars, the so-called liberal Muslim scholars, all these guys, they have to have a specific dress to tell you that I am a scholar. Believe in me. You don't have to. You have to be a common man. The essence of the knowledge of the Quran does not require a, a format that you look like a, like a Muslim. This is similar to the books. There are various books in the world which tell you, you must know this book. Is it acknowledged? I'm, I just give you, the Quran is acknowledged by all mankind of the world. You take up any other book, it will never be acknowledged by any other man. I said he will not practice it. He will not 
believe he will agree to it. That's my statement. If you put forth a Quranic ayat to any man of the world, he will acknowledge it. But the other books when presented, they, they, their scholars themselves are finding faults in their own books. What? It is not acknowledged. So these people, he says, they forbid, they, uh, which is disguised. Like Bible is disguised as a book of God. Who says? The Jews say it's a book of God. The Christians say there's a book of God. It is a disguised book. It is not the good book of Allah. Not. Quran is the book of Allah. It is acknowledged to speak to anyone, he will agree. Not believe and practice, may have not the wisdom to practice, but he will agree. Similarly, then he says, Wasbir Now it means that be patient over what reaches you. You know, there are situations in life, there are different situations in life that from Allah, Allah says in 255, that Allah will touch you from food and hunger, from, your, from psychology, a loss of psychology, a loss of wealth. So you have, they should have patience. So what happens, the, here, the uh, command is that you have patience, whatever reaches you, whatever reaches from your, not your hands did it, but it comes from an accident or from outside the world. It is a trial, a test from Allah. So you should have patience and believe me, people get panicky. And they become panic and they start thinking that something, some people have done some magic on us. Something is going around in our family these days. Because when something reaches them from Allah, they, do, they don't understand this. It is a trial and test from Allah. But they think the other way that some people are doing some magic on us. Something is going wrong. And they you know, have superstitions, tremendous amount of superstitions and believing that. Something is going wrong with me. This is all superstitions. No magic, no superstition. It is all up here in your mind. You think that way. So Allah says, when something reaches you, you must have patience. There is a trial coming from Allah. Have patience. What happens? The ultimate is death. And ultimate reach is what? If you know what is your goal. The final goal of a believer or Muslim is the garden. The most pleasurable thing or the nearness of Allah. Whatever the big palaces you have, whatever the wealth you have is not your satisfaction. It is the, uh, the shaitan is trying to delude you. But the real truth is the after death is garden and eternal peace. That is the truth, reality. You reach God. What about little, little mad, petty matters? You're not going to die, but still you're afraid. The maximum is the death. But you think that some delusion, some people are doing something to us and your psychology becomes so panicky that you run, run along, you don't look, look at God, you don't look at Allah, you don't ask for His guidance and strengthen you, you run around to people thinking that they will help us, they will give assurance, something like that. Nothing, it's all delusion. The reality is that you must have patience. If something goes wrong, you must have an eye in your mind that Allah is testing me, He is trying me. Yeah, I have patience. So this is what the third point is. And then it says, Inna dalika min azmil umur. 
surely that is an order of firmness firmness a person who will have patience during the time of panic during the time of what reaches him is a strong hold of of firmness in him these are the hikma the wisdom i am reading <clears throat> further it continues same luqman alaihi salam is, is is saying to his son surah luqman 31 surah and ayah 18 and 19 wala tusa'ir khaddaka lin nas wala tamshi fil ardi maraha inna allah la yuhibbu kulla mukhtalin fakhur and do not swell your cheeks with pride for people and do not walk with merriness on earth like a noisy in festival with dancing and masking wasting their time surely allah does not lo- love any deceiver boastful now in this ayah do not swell your cheek with pride you know this is almost every human being whenever they see a, a lower class person their cheeks are swelled even a relative comes a poor guy coming and knocking at door your see your face becomes you know with pride why for what has allah has given you is it you think you have earned it the things even your beauty your intellect anything that has been provided to you you boast for it you have pride in it i am proud of you and i am proud of that and i am proud of this you use these statements and allah said do not be having any proud what for anything a person is an intelligent person who's got brains who's got good who's got wealth is it his his anything anything of his it was given by allah so that is why allah said do not swell your cheeks with pride what for what for that's not yours given to you and do not walk with merriness you know people who do not have any goal in life that is what he says like noisy in festivals with dancing and you know you should have a purpose in life people do not have aim goals in life what they are doing they are just wandering in life not a specific goal that okay careers are there or they are you are after money or are you after this but the purpose of life is not only this you have to have a strong moral character and moral conscience that's what the purpose of life is to have garden in the life in, in this peaceful life peace in this world and a garden on the other side so how should we walk in this further i says waqt sidfi mashik waqt min sautik inna ankar ankar al aswati la sautul khamil and have purpose in your walk that is a manner of behavior conduct of, or a course of life and lower yourself from your voice surely the most disguised or disgustest voices is definitely the voice or a braying of a donkey lower your voice first is you must have a purpose in your walk i was just telling you you should not have a merriness walk you must have a purpose in life and the purpose of life is to attain peace in this world and garden or the nearness of the good pleasures of allah that is the purpose the other things is to live in the world the other things we do careers and everything is just to live in the world to sustain yourself actual purpose is to have peace 
of mind and soul and have garden and the nearness of Allah. These are, this is the purpose aim in your life. The true aim. So for this you have to work it, work it, work it out. That is the conduct and the course. And it says the most, and, and lower yourself by the voices. What is lower yourself of the voice? Lower yourself by the voice, your voice. Because it says the most disguised or disgustous or deniable voice is the braying of ass or a, or a voice of a donkey. But what is braying or brace? It says to make a loud, harsh, breathy cry, breathy, breathy cry and a disagreeable sound, deniable sound. So whenever a donkey brays, it is defined as a deniable, a person who is denying something in languages of the world. It is referred as a deniable to the essence of the message of God. When you, when, you, when you know the truth and you start denying, you behave like a praying of a donkey. You understand what I'm saying? When the donkey brays, you know, it is defined to make a loud, harsh, breathy cry. Loud, harsh, breathy cry. Have you seen a donkey doing it? Yes. So if you do, if you do not agree to the essence of the message of God, and you start using argument, you think that you are like a donkey. You are arguing your behavior, your face, and, and you, 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 then you get annoyed and you know, irritated to an essence of the message. You see a donkey brain and you can see yourself. When you do not agree to the ayahs and the message of Allah. And why I say so, you go further, I will explain to you. There is a, in the Hujrat Surah, it is described in the Surah Hujrat 49, Ayah 2 and 3. It says, Ya yulladheen amanu la tarfau aswatakum fawqa sawtin nabiyyi wa la tajharu lahu bilqawl ka jahri ba'dikum li ba'd an tahbata a'malukum wa antum la tashharoon inna alladheena yaghudduna aswatahum inda rasulillah ulaika alladheena amtahna allahu qulubahum littaqwa lahum maghfiratum wa ajun azim O you who believe Raise not your voices above the voice of the Prophet and do not speak loudly with the saying to him as some of you speak loudly to some. Otherwise your works, deeds will fail and you will not be aware. And further it says, Surely those who lower their voices in the presence of Allah's Messenger, Allah has examined their hearts for those who take God. For them, for them is forgiveness. And a great reward. What is lowering a voice of his voice in front of the voice of the prophet? What is the voice of a prophet? Do you hear the voice of a prophet? Anybody here in the hall can say, I hear the voice of a prophet. Every ayat that we read and understand, this is the Qawli Rasul Kareem. It is the saying of the messenger. It's the Kalam. Remember this. It's the Kalam, the word of God. This book of Allah is the Kalam, the word of Allah. Right? And it is the revelation nazil from Allah. It is a revelation from Allah. It is a book of Allah. Who said it? 
messenger Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so this quran is a saying of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam peace be upon him you understand this you must understand this that any ayat in the quran is the word of allah is the revelation from allah is an inspiration from allah inspiration means wahi is a wahi inspiration from allah nazil means revelation revelation from allah word the sentence is the ayat the word from allah the book of allah but the saying the said by messenger muhammad rasulullah sallam peace be upon him. you understand this it is the saying of the messenger and in the quran there are musa sallam is saying to mankind isa sallam is saying to mankind ibrahim sallam saying to mankind all these messenger addressing the mankind in the quran so whenever the musa sallam address to people he is a prophet ibrahim sallam address to the people he is a prophet nuh sallam address to the people he is a prophet so if you uh, raise your voice to the messenger prophet's voice it is not you are not hearing sound it is the message so you have to lower your voice the, uh, to the uh, to the prophet's voice and the prophet's voice are all in the quran every ayah addressing any prophet addressing to his people is the voice of that prophet and you understand the message you have to lower your voice to that message what the prophet says in the ayah including muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam as the seal of the prophet everyone la nufarriqu bayna ahadin minhum wa nahnu muslimun we do not make distinction among the prophets we are muslims so we muslims agree and believe and submit to all the ayats that prophets address to people we agree and submit to that that means we are lowering our voices to the voice of the prophet and we if you raise our voices above the voices of the prophet so you can imagine you can see if somebody is raising you see his face and then you think about the donkey if somebody wants to raise his voice above the voice of the prophet of the message of allah you think of a donkey because allah is describing us telling us that you are like a donkey you are you are just brain you are making no sense at all breathy loud harsh voice to the essence of the prophet because you you, you must understand the wisdom i'm again telling you the wisdom you are listening these are wisdom these ayas are wisdom a person who is wise he will understand intelligent may use his argument but he will fail because no one an intelligent man cannot overcome the wise man remember this a wise man he believes he practice the judgment the just thing intelligent man can understand but he may not practice that's the difference he can understand and i have noticed in my lifetime non muslim quote the ayats do you know this non muslims they may not believe in practice but may use an argument for you to you quoting you and ayat what for if you do not believe in ayat of the quran why are you quoting to me to us the believers muslims because you don't believe you just want to make a point because we have got fear of allah we believe a person who is a wise person he believes in the ayat and practice so he's terrified so but that person is using just to to fear me of the ayat of course i am a for if a person is a believer will get uh, uh, who is conscious of the ayat 
but using an ayat for an argument, these Jews and non-Muslims are quoting ayahs these days, all time, to make a point. So that, that is not true. So now you understand what is lowering of the voice of nearness of the Prophet? You must lower your voice. You must not raise your voice. And if, if you will lower, Allah has examined your heart and for your taqwa, how to take guard. That is describing this. <clears throat> now in Surah Al-Asra 17, I am reading now, these, these ayahs that I was reading was Luqman was giving the the wisdom, the verses that I read was the wisdom of Luqman Islam who gave to, to his son. But these ayat now I'm going to read is also wisdom ayat, the ayat of wisdom. Just now I'm going to read is Surah Al-Isra 17 and 23 and 24. وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا إِمَّا يَبْلُغَنَّ عِنْدَكَ عندك الكبراء أحدهما أحدهما أو كلاهما فلا تقل فلا تقل لهما أف ولا تنهرهما وقل لهما قولا كريما. I read further next ayah Surah Al-Isra 17 and ayah 24. واقفض لهما جناح الذل من الرحمة. وَقُرْ رَبِّرْ حَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِي صَغِيرًا And your Lord has accomplished that do not serve anyone except Him and be good with your parents and when, it, when any one of them attain an old age in your presence say do not say to both of them a word of contempt that is dishonor and do not repel both of them and say an honorable saying to both of them. Now in this ayah is a relationship between the parents and the children. This is also hikmah, the wisdom. It says first that you do not worship except him that we have already, uh, the first ayah read, it's a similar ayah that we will not worship or serve Allah except Allah will not serve anyone. Now the further point is we that be good with your parents. Very, very important ayah. Be good with your parents. A wise person will understand and believe and practice. Intelligent person will understand, yes, we should believe. We should have good relation with your parents. And it says, very important, when any of them attain old age in your presence, in your lifetime, they become old. Say, do not say to both of them a word of contempt. That means dishonor. And do not repel both of them. Say an honorable saying, both to both of them. You know, in this eye, you will, in the Arabic language, there are two, uh, for dual, there's a plural and dual and singular. In Arabic, dual. So in the general world, in the general understanding, the mother is given an edge. But in the Quran it's not. It's both. So generally, uh, in the Christian Bible or in the other world, in the Hindu religion, it is the mother, motherhood is more valuable. But the Quran does not make a difference. Both of them. He said, do not say a word of contempt to both of them. 
then usually mothers have got strong hold on the children and their children retaliate to their parents, the father, not the mother. Mother is holy and under the feet is Jannah or the garden under the feet of mother is nonsense. Allah's garden is not so cheap. You have to earn it. You have to really earn it. You're making something in the garden of Allah is in the mother. You know, you don't say a word of contempt to your mother and father, both. Balance. So if Allah says in this ayah, I use the word dual. And it says, do, do be good to your parents, father and mother, both. And further it says, and when any of them, meaning father or mother, attain an old age in your presence, your lifetime, do not say to both of them a word of contempt. Oof! Dishonor. Do not dishonor them. This is wisdom. Do not dishonor your parents is wisdom. And I have noticed in my lifetime, many, many, many people, they do not agree to these ayahs. They don't practice these ayahs. It's a big problem in the West. It is a big prom- problem all around the world. The children do not honor their parents at all. Because they are intelligent, they are not wise. They don't have the wisdom. And believe me, Quran, I told you in the beginning, the prophets got the book and the wisdom. If you do not practice the wisdom, if you are not a wise person, this, you will never understand the book of God. It's not used for you. It's not book is not for you. The book is for those who take guidance and practice and they are wise people do this. Do this. Not intelligent. They are wise people. If you understand this ayah in its true essence, then as a wise person you must understand, not only say these words that you should be good to your parents, just saying it, you must mean it. You must practice it. You must believe in it. Believe in it and practice. And look further, it says, any one of them attains an old age, do not say a word of contempt. Oof, in the Arabic, if the word is oof, means contempt and dishonor, disrespectful. Do not repel both of them. And whenever you say something, say honorable to them. So this is wisdom. Any person who is young, who has got their parents, must understand this. That he should be wise. He should be wisdom, have wisdom and practice and believe. It's not just, look, if you say to this, these, these verses to any man of any religion, whether he is a Jew, whether he labels himself as a Christian, whether he labels himself as a Buddhist, but this verse, everybody understands, intellectually. But the wise person, maybe labeling himself anything, will understand and start practicing. So we say there are people, non-Muslim, they are very nice people, very good people. What for? They must be having wisdom. The Quranic ayahs is not saying something new, it's all in you, in you, the among mankind. The spirit, the essence of Allah's message is within all mankind. It's not something that you have to understand from outside. It's within you. You understand this. It's a part of yourself. Allah has made us in a manner that we understand all this. It's not that we don't understand. We understand. But the question is, do you believe and implement in our lives? That's important. So now further it says, 
and from the mercy lower your wings lower the wings in humility for both of them again both of them and say oh my lord be merciful on both of them again both of them as they both cherish me when i was little that you are asking you must pray to allah have mercy on both of them as they cherish me when i was little when you were nothing when mankind was nothing he was a little boy birth you know when you are a child born what are you how your parents day and night take cares of you and cherishes you and now you become arrogant lower yourself lower your what is lower of your wings what are wings you know you are flying high these days man they say in the world the language when you become a successful man you get knowledge you got you will become a big man and now you fly high that flying high says lower your wings in front of your parents that is lowering or lowering of the wings to your parents you are just a child a kid always he may appreciate you but in your mind in his mind you are nothing but a kid you be, can become anything and be, believe me there are people their sons and children have, have tremendously advanced to their parents they don't respect their parents they feel shy about it believe me i have come across these guys they feel that my parents are you know driver you know like this uh, you are uh, i am like this what nonsense you are nothing if you don't have because you are a birth of the same parents they are jesus of the same parents they might have not got the the education or something because of their sms have gone through some difficult task and difficult life so they may not have the ability to do what you have done it or if allah is giving you that intelligence that you will not respect your parents so remember this wise people understand these ayas the wisdom this is the wisdom if you have and respect your parents and further it says lower your uh, lower your wings lower the wings in front of and then pray to allah remember this is very nice oh my lord be merciful on both of them as they cherish me when i was little very very important and very nice how many of you pray about your parents nothing your heart is black from your parents that means you're not a wise person at all but if somebody tells you to do so you will say yeah, it makes sense i understand that's really good but they all the things they will the, you know there must be some parents may not have dealt the, as nicely as they expected them to be so they have got their marks in the lives so he says oh my lord be merciful on both of them as they both cherish me when i was little both remember this both do not forget this both and mothers you watch out i'm speaking to mothers you see you you create a problem with the father you you got a son i'm not telling generally general generally i'm telling you see, i've noticed many women many mothers try to hold their children so they go against the father so don't think that you got the, the jannah is in your below your feet astaghfirullah so allah said both so you watch out because you'll get caught on the day of judgment if you if you develop your sons to go against the father you are in big problem because you have to pray for both of them 
The father does his own duty, his responsibility, what is imposed. Not that the mother is more Naturally, the mother is more inclined to the child. I understand this. But that doesn't mean father, you just put a father aside. He has done his own work. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a car of two wheels. It's not that the only mother. Mother, of course, what is necessary and important for mother to take care of, but he must not, she must not make the son against the father, which normally mother does it. Any father says something to the mother, and this feelings is, is you know, the feelings of mother is against the father, he pours to the child, the son, and make an opponent, and he, he cripples the child, basically. Because the child doesn't like it. Because he's got built in his, he's got the spirit in him. He doesn't like it. Why would he go against, the, against his father? Why would he go? You are making him cripple, you're killing his psyche. Killing, basically, is killing. And Allah will not forgive you for that. Anyway, Surah Lakman 31 and Ayah 15, again. The same parent-children relation is the hikmah, the wisdom we are reading. When jahadaka ala antushrikabi, ma laysa lakabi ilm, fala tuti'huma wa sahibhuma fit dunya ma'rufa. Wattabi sabilaman anaba ilayya. And if the parents strive with you so that you associate with me of that you have no knowledge, so you do not obey both of them. And accompany both of them with what is acknowledged in this world and follow the way of the one who is a deputy towards me. Then you will return towards me so I will inform you of what you were doing. Now there is an argument by the children in my lifetime. They say, we are trying to get the message the children. We are trying to understand the Quranic ayahs. We are taking guidance. But you know my parents, they are, back, they are from the old times. They don't want to agree. So they don't want to obey. Now you must understand this ayah very important. It says that if the parents strive with you, make they struggle, they make sure, they strive with you so that you associate with me of that which you have no knowledge, then you do not obey them. Meaning that if they struggle, I don't think so the parents struggle when you are a grown-up man, you have got your wings, so if they struggle you so that you start believing what they believe, I am talking about when you are grown-up, they struggle with you, you, under, you understand, which you have no knowledge, then you do not obey them. But accompany them which is acknowledged, live with them with a nice manner, which is acknowledged, which is the right way of living with them. Live with them and with what is acknowledged in this world, and but follow the way of the one who is a deputy, who is, who is inviting towards Allah, you follow him. You do not obey the parents. Only in that condition you are not allowed not to obey them. Remember, when you are not allowed to obey your parents, remember this, is when they make strive or struggle so that you follow them and which you have no knowledge. Remember, you know, you, in your own personal matters, you don't have the right to disobey. Only in the matters where they make sure that they associate with God, 
with Allah. If they want you that you should associate with Allah, that you have no knowledge about it. You have no knowledge. So do not obey them and but accompany them nicely, which is acknowledged in the world. If you do not obey, that doesn't mean you start behaving the behavior I've told you that you start saying oof or repel them. No, no, no. You accompany them nicely, which is acknowledged way, but do not obey when they are trying that you should associate with Allah. If they are associate, making sure that you associate with Allah, do not obey them. In only one condition you are allowed not to obey the parents. But that doesn't mean you start doing oof or a word of contempt is still not allowed. You cannot repel. Lower the wings. That is there. Accompany them. Which is acknowledged. Still that stands back. Only in the matters of a religion, in the matters when they try to force you to associate with God, which you have no knowledge, then do not obey them. And obey the one who is a deputy towards Allah. Not that you don't obey them, you start obeying your own self and psyche and nafs. Or obey the Satan. Obey that person who is inviting towards Allah, who is a deputy towards Allah. Obey him. If you are disobeying your parents, that doesn't mean you start obeying yourself. No, obey him who is a deputy towards Allah, who is inviting you towards Allah. So I will inform you what you were doing. So this you understand, this is the hikmah, the wisdom. We are reading a parent-children relationship. And this is the wisdom, a wise person who is a child, who is a grown-up man, but his parents are there, he must know how to deal with the parents. And if you will not, you, your children will grow up and behave the same manner to you. Don't think you will not grow old. You will come, to, you will be sailing the same boat. Tomorrow your child will grow up and put the, the same thing back to you. So you must understand that you should, how you should behave with your parents. So now, these are the wisdom. Okay, now further is Surah Al-Asra 17 and Ayah 31 and 32. وَلَا تَقْتُلُوا أَوْلَادَكُمْ خَشْيَةَ إِمْلَاقِ نَحْنُ نَرْزُكُمْ وَيَّاكُمْ إِنَّ قَتْلَهُمْ كَانَ خِطْعًا كَبِيرًا Further it says, وَلَا تَقْرَبُوا الزِّنَا إِنَّهُ كَانَ فَاحِشَ وَسَاءَ سَبِيلًا And you do not kill your children from the fear of poverty. We give sustenance to, to them and to you. Surely their killing is a big mistake. And you do not go near to fornication or adultery. Surely that is obscenity, faisha, and a way of badness. Now, now the parents' duty to the children, do not kill your children. I was just telling you, for the, for, before we were reading how to the children should behave to the parents. Now the parents' responsibility is not to the, kill the children for the fear of poverty. Allah said, we provide sustenance to you and to your children. If, if your wife is healthy and if you are healthy, you must have kids. No, no family planning. Until unless there is some problem. There must be some problem. Because women are made as a cultivation. So they must be treated like as a cultivated land. Just fear of poverty, you must not have more kids. Or you are killing the other way around. How? Just now I told you, by wrong preaching, 
That is also killing psychology. Because their emotions, when they are child, their emotions are very fragile. You can mutilate the children's feelings. So when they grow up, their, their psychology is twisted. The wrong behavior, they cannot. So, but here it is mentioned for the fear of poverty. Then you will go, so you can, you are not allowed to kill your children. Now the third is, Wala takrubu zina, innahu kana faisha. Do not go near to adultery and fornication. Now, very important point is in this ayat, very small ayat and very important, believe me. Wala takrubu zina, innahu kana faisha wasa sabila. Do not go near to fornication or adultery. Surely it is obscenity and a way to badness. Any, all the, wasas sabila and a road or way to badness. First of all, it doesn't say do not commit adultery. If I say do not commit adultery, is written in the Bible. It says do not go near to adultery. Can you see the difference? Huh? Can anyone understand this? Do not go near to adultery. Do not commit adultery. That means you can go near but do not commit adultery. You can do all the things but not committing adultery. People asking me questions. We are not committing adultery, the real zina, but we can do other things. You follow what I am saying? Talking on the phone, love talks, we are not committing adultery. Writing letters, looking, glancing, not committing adultery. Everything is taking, going near to adultery. So all is forbidden. But the Bible says do not commit adultery. That means only adultery, don't come, other things you can do. Astaghfirullah. So Allah is very, He knows our cycle. He said, do not go near to it. Anything that takes you to adultery is, Allah forbids that. Not only adultery, just do not go. And that is a road to all badness. If you start going near to adultery, then you will do many other wrong things. Then you start lying, then you will do cheating, fraud, drinking, maybe anything you will do. So Allah has forbid you that do not go near to adultery. And a wise person and a person with wisdom understand, believes and practice. A wise person doesn't do it, he practice it and make sure that doesn't, other people doesn't do it. So that is a wise person of wisdom. So it says do not go near to adultery, must understand it is not committing adultery. So anything that leads to adultery is forbidden and a way to badness is forbidden. Otherwise you will start doing other all wrong things in the world. <clears throat> this is also a wisdom. Further in continuation, Surah Al-Isra 17, 33 and 34. And you do not kill the self, the soul which Allah has made forbidden except with the truth. And whosoever has killed oppressively, so without doubt we made his protector and authority. So let him not exceed in killing, surely he will, he will be helped. I read further also. 
الا بالتي هي احسن حتى يبلغ اشده واوفوا بالعهد ان العهد كان مسؤولا and you do not go near to the wealth of an orphan except with most beautiful manner until he attains the age of maturity and fulfill the promise surely the promise will be questioned now do not kill the soul or the self which allah has made forbidden except with the truth wala taqtul nafs allati harrama allah illa bil haqq so we are not allowed to kill anyone or to kill ourselves we are not allowed to kill anyone or to kill ourselves illa bil haqq and what is haqq you know what is haqq in english except with the truth how can you see allah if allah said do not uh, kill anyone except with the truth haqq is the truth and quran is haqq the truth so you you are allowed to kill anyone with the truth you understand this you are not allowed to kill by a gun you are not allowed to kill by a sword you are not allowed to kill anything suicide bombing you are allowed to kill with the truth and truth is allah's essence in the ayas bil haq what is haq haq is truth quran is truth allah is truth ayat is truth with this you kill people you kill yourself and kill others others allah would have said that you are not allowed to kill anyone except by by a bullet you can kill by a knife you got a dagger you can kill by nothing you are allowed to kill anyone except with the truth and if you you kill with the truth what the psyche or the wrong doings of a man or a human being the wrong feelings the wrong you know the satanic uh, personality is being killed by the truth with the truth you are allowed to do that otherwise you are not allowed to kill so he says and suppose somebody kills physically somebody woman qutila madluman faqad ja'alna li wali sultana fala yusrif fil qatl and whosoever has been killed oppressively so without doubt we made his protector and authority so let him not exceed in killing surely he will be helped suppose somebody kills my some my relative or my relation somebody kills my relation so i am the protector of the wali of that person who is being killed so i don't have the authority to kill him the one who is killed by my relative you must listen to me very carefully if somebody kills my some relative so i do not have the authority to kill him because he has done a wrong act so i do the same if you abuse me i abuse you back is that is this allah's law no so remember this people have got this wrong notions that if because he done this wrong act so i am justified to do the same a believer is not allowed to do the same a wrong is wrong so if i am the authority of that person who is being killed so i will not take a revenge out of that person by killing him because if i kill him i have done the same act which he have done so there is no difference so in the eyes of the nearness of god there is no justification a wrong act done by any man you believer do not have to do the same wrong act no justification wrong is wrong 
So what the wali as a protector has to do, there is a separate lecture, a kisas. You know, kisas, you understand, a relationship, you can take blood money or whatever. There is a separate. I have yet to deliver a lecture about the qatl, the killing. If somebody is killed, somebody physically kills somebody, what kisas, the blood money he has to take. So the wali has got the, uh, it has a mutual understanding, I can tell you, when I deliver the lecture. Anyway, then there he says, Allah said, do not go near to the wealth of an orphan. Because orphan doesn't know, he's a young boy, he doesn't know how much my wealth has been left behind, and I'm at the caretaker. I'm the caretaker. So this yatim, the orphan, his wealth is with possession with me. I have to make sure that he grows up and I spend money on him. So that is what Allah says, do not go near to the wealth of an orphan except which is most beautiful. Meaning you must know if I'm spending money, his money on him and if required some money uh, I can take which is reasonable, justifiable, which is acknowledged, I can use some of it from that money. So go near to the wealth of an orphan but with a beautiful manner. It is described in other words, until he attains the age of maturity, when you have to give the money back to him and fulfill the promise, so the prom surely the promise will be questioned. So if you have become a caretaker of an orphan and some wealth is given to you, his wealth is with you in your possession, you must make sure that wealth is being spent on him properly and at when he gets, uh, reaches the age of maturity, you return his wealth. But in the due course, if you want to use some of it, it's permissible according to the means and recognize. Your conscience should be clear that you will give his, otherwise his wealth back to him. So now, this is in Surah Alistair, continuation. These, you know, what I am reading, there is not in the, in the room here or anywhere in the world, we, which will think that this is something unusual. Everything you understand, Everything I have just now said is understandable by any person in the world, whether he's a Muslim or not, he's a believer or not. Same it says, look, in Surah Al-Isra 17, 35 and 36, and when you measure, measure completely or full and weigh with a straight balance, that is better and the most beautiful interpretation. You have to weigh full. Whenever you are weighing, weigh in a balance and further it says that you measure in full. No, what do you say? Dandi maraniya. You know, weigh it full, measure it full. This is normal practice. But still people do wrong in it. You have noticed in the world. So what they are, they are not wise person. And further it says, in this ayah is very important. وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُعَادَ كُلُّ أُولَيْكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسُولًا And you do not rhyme. That is to agree with the word of another person's faith. With, with, with it for which you have no knowledge. Surely the hearing and the sight and the hearts, all these will be questioned. You know, sometimes which of things which you have no knowledge, 
you start agreeing with the person. So Allah is asking not to rhyme means do not agree with the person of which you have no knowledge. People start agreeing with everybody. Until it's a Quranic ayat or a factual essence. So do not agree. Agree. It says do not rhyme. Rhyme means to agree. You know, like, like in, in poetry. Rhyme, you understand? Rhyme stands, what is it? Same balancing the last word, it is the rhyme, rhyme. So when somebody says, you say, oh yes, I also, this, oh, this. this is making a rhyme with it, to have good friendship. So Allah said, do not rhyme with the word of another person's faith, to agree with the word of another person's faith, with it for which you have no knowledge. So no knowledge. Surely the hearing, the hearing because you are hearing, and the sight, the basarat, and your heart, everything will be questioned. Some people say, I have not committed that act, but your heart has committed the act. Your hearing has committed the act. Your seeing has committed the act. So you are accountable. So people think physically we have not done it, but in your mind you can do, in your heart is, you know, going anywhere where you, where you wish to, where you want to take it. So even your heart, even your samat, the seeing and hearing is accountable. If you hear something wrong, but you don't believe it, if you see something wrong, you don't believe it, if you, uh, your heart doesn't take it in your heart, it doesn't go in your heart, you don't believe it, that's right. But if you see something and you hear something and it affects on your heart and you have got this in your mind, you are accountable. Then you will be questioned. So our hearts are basically attached to something. If they are attached to wrong, they will be questioned. Now the further I said, Dalika mimma awha ilayka rabbuka minal hikmah. All this I've read, Dalika mimma awha ilayka rabbuka minal hikmah, wala tajal ma'allahi ilahan akhar, fatulqa fi jahannam, malumam madhura. That is from al hikmah, the wisdom your Lord has inspired towards you. And you do not make other God with Allah, so you will be put in hell, blameworthy, rejected. In this ayah, Allah says, these ayahs in Surah Al-Isra 17 that I was reading till this ayah, there were other ayahs, I just, you know, shortened the lecture, I have read few in Surah Al-Isra 17. Uh, so now here it says, ذَلِكَ مِمَّا إِلَيْكَ رَبُّكَ مِنَ الْحِكْمَةِ These verses that I read is from the wisdom. First I was reading from Luqman Islam and Luqman Islam was saying to his son, that was the hikmah, here it doesn't mention, he just he said these things and then say, that is from the al-hikmah, the wisdom your Lord has inspired toward you. All these ayat that I read now from the Surah Al-Asra 17 and onwards, in Surah 17, 23 and onwards is all hikmah. I have used few ayats for this lecture. So now you understand that these are the hikmah uh, Allah inspired for you to uh, from your Lord so that you make no no one except but Allah do not associate anyone with Allah make a partners with Allah you'll be put in hell blameworthy and rejected so these verses that I read to you in Surah Al-Isra from 23 and onwards till this ayah was the ayat was 39 these are the ayahs that were referring to hikmah the wisdom this is all you have heard is what the wisdom the hikmah 
So this is the lecture. <clears throat> now, in this Surah Nisa 4 and Ayah 54, it says, this hikmat was given to after the prophets to whom? It says 454, Am Allah or are they jealous of mankind over, over what Allah has given them with, from his bounty? Without doubt, we have given the followers of Ibrahim the book, Al-Hikmah, the wisdom, and we gave, the, we gave them a great kingdom. Now in this ayah, if you note, before I was reading, the first ayat I read was, the Hikmah was given to all the prophets, right? Now Allah said that people in mankind are jealous. What Allah has given from His bounty, without doubt we have given the followers of Ibrahim al-Islam. The followers of Ibrahim al-Islam is given the book and the wisdom. You understand? Giving the wisdom is what? What I read to you from the book is given to me or to you. And this wisdom, when given to me, I will act upon. That is given to me. So the, to the followers of Ibrahim Islam, the book is given. And the, what I read is the wisdom is given to them. That means they will be wise and they will practice. In the book you find the wisdom. What is wisdom is described. But if given to you, means you have got this. You know how to behave with your parents, it's with you. You will not go to adultery, it's with you. It's in the book for confirmation, but it's with you now. So you must understand, it's given to the followers of Ibrahim, the book and the wisdom, and people are jealous for that. Because people do not have the wisdom. They are intelligent, but do not have the wisdom. When a wisdom or a wise person will believe and practice, so the followers of Ibrahim was given the book and the wisdom and a great kingdom. That is the great kingdom. If the wisdom is given to you. So here it says it's given to you. Now further it says in Bakla 2 and I 269. He gives al-hikmah the wisdom to whom he wills. And whosoever is given al-hikmah, the wisdom, so without doubt, he has been given betterment in abundance. And they cannot remember except those who possess the core or the inner part of anything or the spirit. Now Allah, first he says, he's given the followers, Ibrahim is given the wisdom. And further in this, I says, to whom Allah wills, he gives the hikmah to the person. The moment the hikmah is given to me, that means all I that have read and other aspects of the eyes, I, it will not be difficult for me to practice. Remember this, the, if hikmat, the wisdom is given to me or anybody, he will not try to practice, he will not amend, he will just practice. He is given the hikmat, the wisdom. So to whom Allah gives this wisdom, he says to whom Allah gives wisdom, he is given amend, betterment in abundance. Some people are saying, I am trying to do nice, to be good to parents, I am trying to do this. Doesn't mean Allah is not giving them wisdom. That is why they are jealous. 
of the people of Ibrahim al-Islam followers who are in the true sense in the nearness of Allah, the followers of Ibrahim, the book is given to them and the wisdom is given. And the wisdom is, I just now read, few ayahs. So these people will practice and believe and practice. They are wise person. So remember, that when wisdom is given to you, you will practice, you will believe and practice. That's it. Your psyche is like that. So Allah says, it's given better abundance in betterment if Allah is giving you the wisdom. To the prophets also. The prophets are given the pro uh, this wisdom and to all, all people, to us, to mankind. So that people don't have this, they are jealous of those people. So remember this. So Allah is giving this wisdom to all mankind. So he says now in 1625, Invite to the way of your Lord with hikmah, the wisdom, and the beautiful sermon, and argue with them with what is most beautiful, with what is most beautiful, surely your Lord knows more who goes astray about his way, and he knows more with those who are guided. Now, Allah says, when hikmat is given to you, you understand when given to you, to the followers of Ibrahim al-Islam, and to, to anyone, the, part, the ayat that I read, the verses that, I, that, that is the hikmah wisdom given to anyone, his, what his job is, Invite to the way of your Lord with wisdom. What is that wisdom? The one who believes and practices the verses that are read. If you don't, then can you invite to God? No. Straight away, no. Remember this. This is the hikmat you must understand. He says, invite to the way of your Lord with wisdom means you believe and practice, then you invite. That doesn't mean if you know and I, you just talk to somebody. You are not practicing anything. So Allah is forbidden or He's telling you how to and when to invite. The hikmat I've explained. So you have to invite to the people to your Lord. Invite the people to your Lord with wisdom means that you believe and practice all those ayahs that I have referred to and others as well. Then you invite. And then you sermon which is beautiful and argue them with what is most beautiful. Surely your Lord knows more who goes astray about his way and he's more, he knows more who those who are guided. So remember this, this ayat is Telling us how to invite to people. So people who have got give, hikmat given by God to us and who is believing and practicing those eyes, that means he's a wise person, he's got the wisdom. So he, Allah is asking people, him to invite. If we do not have this wisdom, if meaning we do not practice all this, so what, what is the purpose of telling to others? Even I've seen in the world, the Christians, they are quoting ayahs. I've seen the Jews, they are quoting ayahs. Big leaders are quoting the ayahs. Believe me, 
reading in, uh, in the Quran, it is written like this. What for? What for? If you don't believe, if you don't practice. So it's very important. That is what Hikmat is, the whole topic, the lecture. That there are portions recorded in the ayahs which explain the wisdom which is in you. It has been given to you, the mankind, the followers of Ibrahim al-Islam. Who are the followers Ibrahim? Who are Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ali Ibrahim. Al means followers, not children. Children may be included, but followers. So it was said that Ali Ibrahim were to Ali Ibrahim are the Muslim world. If they believe and practice, if you got the wisdom, if you believe and practice, then you invite to the people. Invite the people to the to your Lord with wisdom, with that wisdom, with the wisdom that you have. So now I end my lecture by the dua of the Messenger of Ibrahim Islam is my Islam about the Messenger Rasulullah, Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 129. Our Lord appoint in them a messenger among them who will recite your ayahs, signs on them, and he will teach them the book. He will teach Al-Hikmah the wisdom and justify them. Surely you are powerful, wise. In this ayah, Ibrahim al-Islam and Ismail al-Islam is praying to Allah that, O oh, our Lord, appoint in them, among in people, a messenger that is referring to Muhammad Rasulullah who will recite your ayahs. First duty, the messenger Rasulullah will recite the ayahs of Allah. Why you recite your ayahs? He will give the knowledge of the book and he will give the knowledge of the wisdom. The wisdom that I've discussed. He will give the knowledge of the wisdom. He will give the knowledge of the book. Book have, have got many aspects in the book. But specifically today we have dealt his wisdom. So Rasul Muhammad job was to recite the ayahs, give the knowledge of the book, and give the knowledge of the wisdom, the hikmah. Where you zakki him and justify mankind. Justification is given to them. Justify them. Inna kantal azizul hakim. Surely you are, you are powerful, the wise. So this is the end of this talk that even we have read that all the prophets got the wisdom, the book and the wisdom. Then what is the wisdom we have discussed? And further, that wisdom is given to the followers of Ibrahim. Among mankind the book is there, among mankind the wisdom is there. So if you've got that wisdom, then you invite to the people. Then you invite to the people Invite the people towards Lord with wisdom. And further, Muhammad Rasulullah gave the knowledge of the wisdom. That means he was a practicing person of what he preached. The wisdom. The wisdom is the wise. Muhammad is a wise person. Any person who believes and practice is a wise person who knows the truth and believes and practice is a wise person and the wisdom is that that you that the wisdom that the people 
Intelligent people and wise people, there's a difference. Intelligent people also understand what is right and can memorize it and can retain it and can argue with it, but not necessarily they, they are wise. The wise person will understand it, believe it and practice. So that is why this lecture was uh, delivered, so we should understand that what Muhammad Sallallahu did, Rabba, what Ibrahim Islam said, Rabbana wabat fihim rasulam minhum yatlu alihim ayatika wa yu'alimul kitaba wal hikmata wa zakihim inna kantal azizul hakim. O our Lord, appoint among them a messenger who will recite your ayahs, give the knowledge of the book, and the, give the knowledge of wisdom, the hikmah, and justify them. Inna kantal azizul hakim. Surely you are most powerful and wise. Hakim. He is also wise. So by this I end my lecture with the question answer session. Inshallah we will carry on. Assalamu alaikum. Uh, my name is Sunnah Sharia. My question is in Surah Al-Isra, Ayat 34, the person who is taking care of the orphans is commanded not to go near the wealth of the orphans until they attain the age of maturity except in a beautiful manner. Can you explain how? Okay, uh, you see, uh, in the Quran, there is an ayah. The question is that if you are taking care of an orphan, what is the beautiful manner, how you should take care of the orphan, and if you want to use the money, or you want to give back the money to the orphan when they attain the age of maturity, how, so it's in the Quran, ayah, uh, uh, you can write down Surah Nisa 4 and ayah 6, Make a trust and a trial of the orphans until they reach the age of marriage. If you find them sober, sobriety in them, then release the wealth to them. But consume not wastefully nor in haste against their growing up. If the guardian is well off, let him claim no remuneration, no money if you are well off. But if the guardian is poor, let him have to, for himself what is just and reasonable. When you release their wealth to them, take a witness over them and Allah is sufficient in taking account. It tells us that if the person is poor and is taking care of the child and the child has got wealth, a huge amount of wealth, he can use according to his own living and take, by taking care. But the wealth will be given when first the child will be tested for his sobriety because if he's not sober, he will, first of all, he should be sober enough to understand things, what is right and wrong, then you can give back his money at the age of nikah or marriage, men and women both. But if he's not sober, then you still have to take care of the guardian. You still have to be the guardian and take care of him because there's some retarded people or some like that or some is not sober enough. But if he's sober enough and you have tested and tried them, give their wealth back to them and take a witness and during the course of making them growing up, you can use them if you're poor. If you're not poor, then you may not use them. That is the handsome manner that is required in the time. <laughs>
Thank you. Thank you. My name is Irfan. My question is, suppose if we do not practice the do's and don't do's of the Quran, but we propagate the ayats of Quran, can we deliver the message? <laughs> I was telling you in my lecture, if you are not practicing the do's and the don'ts and you are not practicing the hikmah, without hikmah, Allah said, Udhu ila sabi rabbi, rabbi ka bil hikmata wal mawidata bil It says that invite to the way of your Lord with wisdom. So if you are not with wisdom means you are not practicing and believing and practice, then you asking, can we, practice, can we propagate Islam? You see, there is an ayat in the Quran, 49 surah and 6 ayah. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu in jaakum fasiqum bi nabin fatabayyanu an tusibu qawmun bi jahalatin fatusbihu ala ma faaltum nadibin. It says, you, oh, you believe in jaakum fasiq bin nabin. Naba in Arabic means an information or a prophecy. And Nabuwat is prophethood. Nabi is a prophet. Okay? Nabi is a prophet. Okay? Nabiyun is plural. And Naba is prophecy or information that the prophet gives, the message of Allah. So he says, If a Fasik person comes with the, normally they translate as news. But with the prophecy or the prophets, the message, Naba will be a prophecy. Now, what is a Fasik? Fasik is a person who takes the liberty over the commandments. Liberal. I am a liberal person. Means there are messages, I understand the message, but I am liberal. I don't practice. So Allah says, Oh, you believe, Ya in Jagum Fasikum binabin. If a Fasik person, meaning a liberal person, comes with the prophecy, binaba. Binaba means with the prophecy. Ba means B means with. Naba means prophecy. Fatabayanu, seek clarification. Meaning, they, do you believe and practice? You are quoting an ayah to me. Do you believe and practice? Seek clarification. So, Fatabayanu, Antusibu Komumbi Jahalatin. You will harm people unwittingly. Full of repentance what you have done. Normally people are quoting, I am telling you again and again, that in the course of, in the Quranic discussions, people who are non-Muslim, they quote an ayah. So you first of all, when a person, anybody quotes an ayah, you ask him, do you believe and practice? If he doesn't believe, why are you telling me this? So why are you telling me this? That's seeking clarification. Because Quranic ayahs are not like other, other idioms or sayings. Like people use quotation, like a poet, in a poetry they use, a, uh, uh, in a situation they, 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 they quote a, 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 a share, a poetry in, 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 in society. But ayat, if somebody quotes, you ask him, stop. Do you know the meaning? Ask him the meaning. Do you believe? Yes. Do you practice? Yes. Then you listen to him. Others, Allah said, there are Fasik people who are also quoting ayats. So you must understand, Udu ila sabi rabbi bil hikmah. You have to invite it to uh, invite to the invite the people to your Lord with wisdom. That is the command. With wisdom, we should invite. That means you believe and practice. In verse forty-four of Surah sixteen, the word bayyana or clarification refer of the messenger is referred to the book of tradition. 
Would you like to elaborate this? Okay. Now this is uh, Surah Al-Nail 16 and Ayah 44. 44. So I will read the full ayat. Bil bayyinati wa zubur. Wa anzalna ilayka dhikra li tubayyin nas ma nuzila ilayhim wa la'allam yatafakkaroon. We sent uh, them with clarification and the pieces and we have revealed to you in the remembrance so that you clarify for people what has been revealed towards them and maybe they will ponder. Now what, what is normally happening in the world, people quote this ayat, they say, وَأَنزَلْنَا إِلَيْكَ dhikra, And it is we who have revealed to you, the messenger, لِتُبَيِّنَ nas, So that he should clarify for mankind. And they stop. The ayat doesn't stop here, but they stop. And they say that Allah has revealed over the messenger, the, the remembrance, the Quran, so that he clarify for mankind. And they stop. But if you read further, what is revealed on them? So what is revealed on the people, he has to clarify that. You see the ayah says, and we have revealed over you the remembrance or the message of remembrance. So that you clarify for mankind, what is revealed over them? So what Ever this reveal over them, the messenger came to clarify what is reveal over them. Not the book of traditions. <laughs> what is reveal over, when I read the Quran, something is reveal over me. When you read the Quran, something is reveal over you. So messenger's job is to clarify what is reveal over us. So that we may not, mis- may not get uh, wrong ideas. So what is reveal over ours, he clarifies that. What is revealed from the Quran over people. So this ayah says, Wa anzalna ilayka dhikra. We have revealed over you the messenger, the zikr, the remembrance, litubayyina linnas, so that he clarify for mankind, ma nuzila ilayhim. What is revealed over them? Not the other books. Reveal over them. Well, Allah is the fakrun so that they may ponder. There's a surah 80 Abasa. Okay. And ayat. 1 to 7. It, there's a situation there where, where, where the blind man comes in and he asks some questions. So I just would like to know if you don't know the background of these ayats which are mentioned in the hadith, then how will you clarify them? Yeah. You know, you just saw, we just now demonstrated something. There, you know, these are the ayats. There are many ayats, you know, in the Quran. People think that without the background of the traditions, we cannot understand these ayats. I just now give one, one of the ayahs demonstration. And similarly this ayat, uh, in Surah Abasa 81 to 7, I just, in my words I'll explain first, uh, then we will see what it is written. You see the problem is, they say, uh, they, there was a blind man, came to the Prophet, and, and the Prophet's behavior was not good, so he was uh, asked, uh, Allah asked him to, 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 to consider that man. Now, in the history, in the tradition, is a blind, physically blind man. First of all, to start with, he was a blind man. But Quran says, uh, people are blind, they don't, they don't see, they hear, they hear not. You know, you know this ayat? 
So this blind man is not actual blind man. He, 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 like for example, if I don't know the essence of the message of the Quranic ayahs, I am like a blind man. So that blind man came to the Prophet and if you read now, you'll understand everything. Just one word you have to understand. If you put it physically, all confusion gone, or all confusion comes and then you have to go into tradition to understand. But if you ponder, the Prophet's job is to deliver the message to mankind. They all mankind are blind. Not physically, but spiritually people are blind. When the ayahs are in, uh, brought forward to them, they can see. So now if you see that I will lead in English, Abasa wa tawalla anja'ahul a'ma. A'ma means blind. Wama yudhika lahu yazakka. He frowned and turned away. Prophet frowned and turned away. There came to him a blind man. And what person, per, perception you have that he may be justified. He may, he may have been justified. Wama yudhika la'allah yazakka. He said yazakka means justification. He may, he may be justified. It's related to psychology, not physical blindness. He won't get the eyes. Yazakka is justification. That he, he may receive remembrance of Allah. So the remembrance could have been an advantage to him. The remembrance could be an advantage to him, not physically, psychologically. Amma manis tagna, and who regards himself self-sufficient, fantalahu tasadda, you attend him, the one who is a rich guy, rich fellow, you are attending him, a blind, psychological, spiritual person who is blind, so he would have taken the heat, you are attending to the one who thinks that I am knowledgeable, I'm, I know much, so he has been... Uh, Wama alayka Allah yazzaka. Yazzaka again justification. And it is not over you that he gets justified or not. So in the history they say it was a physical blind man. I am telling you he was a psychological. And we all are psychology blind if we do not know the ayat, the essence. So in this ayah, the Prophet, according to, he was attending to a person who, who thinks he's knowledgeable. But a blind person who was seeking guidance came to him, he ignored him. So the attention was made to him. So even without reading the historical book, I can understand this. Because today we, I see majority of the people are blind. We all are blind if we do not know the essence and the message of Allah's eyes. The moment we come to know, that from there onwards we amend. So, so it was like this. It doesn't, you don't have to go into history to understand this. Thank you.